This is a No Fame podcast. Hello, and welcome to the No Fame podcast. Better than Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> welcome Legally. to uh, the prelude <laughs> session of the vast. What are we talking about? You'll never know. Uh, this is, uh, like I, I just said, this is our prelude to our Starfinder series, the vast which is our upcoming live stream Starfinder series, which is uh, a tale of chasing dreams, found family, pirates, and uh, saying fuck you to the governing bodies that exist, right? Things we love, things we love doing. Uh, I'm joined by uh, some new faces, some some old faces is that how that works some new faces some old faces are you uh, calling me old <laughs> no you're the new one i think one. you're one of the new faces <laughs> you're the new one i believe i'm i'm the old one now <laughs> That's, i'll be talking like that but i'll be talking like that for the rest of the podcast. how do i cut out the entire character from a podcast <laughs> google <laughs> uh, yes <laughs> New faces and old faces. Uh, let's start with the new ones. Hey, for the first time on our, our little podcast, we're joined by Doxy. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, how are you? I am hanging in there. How are you? I'm, I'm great. Thanks. I'm, uh, now that I know we're better than Guards Against Humanity, I'm so good. Uh, <laughs> I'm the one that said that. Um, can you tell the, the people... Uh, maybe where where they can find you a little bit about yourself, maybe? Yeah. Um, you can find me anytime you dig through the trash. <laughs> I'm there. Uh, I am I am a self-described garbage monster. But really, if you wanted to see me on the internet, um, you can find me on Instagram if you want to see, or Twitter, if you want to see uh, pictures of my beautiful pets. They are perfect and wonderful mm -hmm, and everything mm -hmm. right with the world. Uh, Instagram is hellacious malacious. The Twitter is z e r zero d o x y, and mostly it's just it's just pictures of animals and me being a grossy leftoid, and and that's pretty much it. Um, I like like horror things and crochet as well. There was a lot of creepy crochet going on mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, amazing. Uh, Starting, uh, not starting, continuing onwards with our newer but old middle middle of the road face, middle aged face. It's, you can call it starting. I was a false start. Well, that's fine. That's fine. We'll edit that entire section out. Uh, we won't, we won't do I'm that. Not, two out of the four people on the podcast will be entirely edited out. Redacted. Redacted. Ten minutes of me and Justin saying non sequiturs back and forth. I don't know. What do you think about that? Redacted. <laughs> I have to put in a little beep every time. Yeah. <laughs> you leave the beep in for the duration of the thing. So it's not even just like a little beep cut. It's just like four minutes of monotone. It's a real four minutes of pink noise. It's a real experimental podcast. vibe we're going for with this. You know? Honestly, it's still better than Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> it's like a Yoko Ono album. Yes, yeah, the, we are the Yoko Ono album of actual play podcasts. Put that on the business card. <laughs> That's our new slogan. Uh, 
Yeah. When's the, the merch the, coming out? Yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> nice. I have too much merch ideas building up and not enough time. Uh, the middle of the road face, <laughs> Josiah. <laughs> what up? It's your boy. I'm average, apparently. <laughs> so it's me, up. the mean of content creators. Not the worst you've ever seen. Definitely not the best. So we bitch. sit proudly atop the throne that is the bell curve. If of I'm Giant Tiger, creators. you're Walmart. <laughs> yeah. 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 Won't be best. Won't be best. <laughs> That's me, Josiah, Dungeon Dad on the internet. You can find me on YouTube. I am, exist on most other places, but that's the only place that I do anything of relevancy. Everywhere else is just kind of whatever. So. I know, there's some banging tweets out there. I mean, look, just because every tweet that flies off of my fingers is hot fire doesn't mean <laughs> that it is appreciated by the masses so true true i feel that way so often right i, I like straight up the my twitter following is so disproportionate to my <laughs> youtube following it's so funny because i'll go on twitter and I'll, it's like oh yeah i have like two thousand followers or whatever which is like fine but on youtube it's like one hundred twenty-six thousand subscribers so like I see channels with like 70,000. Like, I have an average Twitter following. You know, I have about 9,000 Twitter followers. Like, what do you mean? Like, what that tells me is people enjoy my content, but hate what I have to say <laughs> about anything else. They're like, I'm here for Dungeons and Dragons stuff. And like, the second you open your mouth about anything else, like, I'm fucking checked out. And that's fine. You know, actually, actually <laughs> fuck that guy for real, but this video is great. <laughs> <laughs> I will tweet something and be like, I am the funniest human alive mm -hmm. and get like three three likes, like mm -hmm. three little hearts on it. And I'm like, thanks, Elon. Yeah. Truly. And that's and that's Is just Elon like, one of the three? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh and on the back of that tweet conversation, our oldest <laughs> face. Oldish face. Uh <laughs> yeah. Nosferatu over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was just, that is every time I've seen someone over the age of 45 they say hello as you age you start to lean with your fingers that's <laughs> start to throw yeah, up arthritis gang, gang represent Truly, listen that's my life recently <laughs> carpal tunnel for life listen, this is my dice making hands what you know about osteoporosis <laughs> Come get me! I just broke a bone. <laughs> you, you did just break a I fucking just, bone. Are we I did about... just break a bone? Oh no! What bone? I did, uh, uh, my uh, my radius. My it was my it was my wrist. It was it's it's okay. Circle. circle. No, it's not broken anymore. I mean, oh, like okay. it'll always be a little bit broken, but it's good mostly job, healed. body. I know, right? How incredible! Yeah, at least I am you not so heal. old. <laughs> Thank you. I did do that. Yes, I. <laughs> before doing anything else stupid to my body. Um, I'm not so old that my body forgot how to regenerate. Like the doctor. Is, like the doctor. Just like the doctor. Mm -hmm. Is that your intro? So that's me. I'm doctor. <laughs> now. Perfect flawless intro. Oh my god. And that's me. Let's be real. That's been Katie's energy for all of these preludes. So. Honestly, it really has. Uh, and uh, hey, I'm here. Uh, my name is Justin. This is this is what I do over at No Fame. Uh, we have a new series, Silverstead. 
it's look at that mug uh you can't see it this is a podcast <laughs> don't look at that mug um, imagine a mug imagine it's a the mug. coolest mug you've ever seen yeah it's great it's a good mug it's good stuff uh, merch.nofing.ca uh we started a new series silvestead a dire odyssey DD podcast uh, episode one didn't just come out because this well yeah no it uh, this will be released soon episode one just came out uh it's good it's it's very spooky very ominous vibes uh patrick is dming from our our main crew uh you know uh what else we have tall tall tower our uh, Tower Crawl D&D podcast that was DM'd by our Tall Tall DM Sinead, which was fucking hella fun. Super good. Uh, we're getting into a prelude session, which is a vaguely on-railed, kind of somewhat predetermined story that we talked about when we were making characters. Uh, and we came up with a bit of a plot, and I did some writing based on our ideas uh, to keep it a little bit fresh. Uh, but this is just a little bit of insight into two of the characters' uh, backstories, which is super fun. Uh, I forgot. Okay, we got to rewind. I forgot that we didn't do our horoscopes. So, oh, shit. We've oh, my been, God. Uh, thanks to our friend Raph from Prelude 1, who couldn't, <laughs> sadly, couldn't, they couldn't make it today. Um, we are reading our horoscopes for ourselves not for Scrank <laughs> you know what I did google this time Katie's horoscope just, <laughs> just Katie's just Katie's horoscope, Katie's horoscope. Dear, it's better dear, than dear. me typing in horo forge uh, <laughs> we, we, sorry one of us does have an excuse and I did work 12 hours today so no, that's fair. I will be listen, taking that listen I'm not uh, I'm not hating on it alright <laughs> Um, yeah, Raph pitched the idea that we should open up with our horoscopes, which very fun, a very fun idea. Uh, let's go in the same order, uh, if that's okay. Doxy, if we want to, we'll see where this lands us for the session, if it's accurate sure. at all. Hell yeah. Okay. Be ready to accept surprises in your love life. Oh, no. Whoa. Um <laughs> Though challenges will be there, you will be good in professional life. Okay, so I guess we're going to break up live on air, and it's going to be amazing for your ratings. I, the way uh, was... Minor health issues will trouble you. However, financial success will be there. I hate this. I want the exact opposite of this, please. Here's the thing. Here's You're going to sneeze out quarters. But if you think about that as if it was the Starfinder session, that's fucking sick. Right? Okay. Right. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, that's true, though. It's pretty is good. Is your character also a Scorpio? She fucking is now. <laughs> uh, Josiah. What up? Same same deal. <laughs> Here's what mine says. I I just Google searched epic gamer horoscopes <laughs> and clicked on the first thing. Um, there, <laughs> that's not a thing, really. So you know, if you want to be the first one to make that website, by all means, you're, I might do it. You're gonna fucking Anyways, do the do, my dude. <laughs> yeah, for today. You're gonna bring home three chicken dinners. <laughs> with uh, this is what my horoscope says: with boundary hound Saturn as your ruling planet, you are no stranger to setting limits, Capricorn. Today, the moon in your selfless 12th house crosses swords with agreeable Venus, making it essential for you to draw a line in the sand. You're not building a wall around yourself. You're letting people know what you will and won't tolerate. 
they'll feel more at ease around you when they understand understand your ground rules. Swimming laps before work or hitting the treadmill during your lunch hour will help clear your head and lower your stress. Hot tip, that's not true for anybody unless you're a Capricorn, so don't fucking bother going to the pool or the gym. I'm gonna drown. Uh, unless you're born between, like, December whatever and January whatever. Get wrecked, everybody. Yeah. Uh, your laps at the pool will not help you be stressed unless you're a Capricorn. I think your character has to take a little, a little dip before we get in. Uh, We're gonna be swimming laps and setting boundaries. Yeah. I mean... It's good to set boundaries for swimming areas. That's <laughs> like a yeah, real thing. Yeah, you might go too far out. <laughs> yeah. That is what the little lines are for in uh -huh. the pool. Mm -hmm. So boundary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that those you don't are the boundaries. The, <laughs> You're those the are the boundaries. Your lane and you stay in it. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Honestly, That's very healthy. And you know what? That's <laughs> yeah, how Michael Phelps it. was born. So, uh, Katie. Stay in his lane. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I'm I'm an Aquarius. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. <laughs> okay, I did actually Google rat horoscope today, Aquarius, and I found <laughs> and I found a website called Go To Horoscope, um, and there are comment sections, and oh. it gets nasty. Somebody's dunking in their mother's mother's. My uh, my mother's mother is this type, but she was a whore. <laughs> Jesus! Whoa! Um, the oh, the energy is unusually slow, causing you okay. yeah, all right, spot on, causing you to drag and your productivity to suffer. There isn't much you can do about it. <laughs> I thought that you were done for a second. I was like, is that the whole thing? <laughs> Get I mean, fucked. Get absolutely wrecked. <laughs> There's a great opener. No, it's, I mean, now it's going to explain what I can do about it, I guess. Prioritize, prioritize your tasks so you can accomplish what absolutely needs to be done. Everything else will have to wait until your get up and go returns tomorrow. Yep. In the meantime, energize yourself as much as possible with good nutrition and a brisk walk. Wow. So, but not laps. <laughs> not laps, because I'm not a Capricorn. And you know what? You can get fucked if you try to do good nutrition and a brisk walk. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit McDonald's and drive <laughs> to the pool. Um, I uh, <laughs> not be walking. I feel like I should be a rat querious. A rat querious. Some, some of that hits home for me. Uh, mm -hmm. Mine, I, I, I'm, I'm a little old Taurus, and visits with friends and family are highlighted today. Look at this, we're doing it. Uh, regardless of whether they come to you or you go it to them, related. you're bound to have a delightful evening. Mm, that bodes well. Uh, this is exactly what you need after the frustration of a long day. I did go to Costco today. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, my God. Complete with delays and mechanical difficulties. Hmm, I don't think that's true. Uh, put it all behind you. Pass the pizza. Refill the glasses. Enjoy some downtime. That that uh, bodes well, I think, for, for this session. That's pretty good. We find ourselves on the planet known as Castrovo, a hot, humid world with a rich atmosphere that brings life to the continent-spanning jungles that are home to mobile carnivorous plants, saurian predators, and devastating mold storms. While nearly every 
terrestrial biome can be found somewhere on Castrovil, the planet remains thoroughly wild despite its densely populated settlements, with modern cities and cutting-edge industrial complexes separated from the ravages of the primeval wilderness by electrified fences and automated weapon turrets. Our story takes place on the Euculum continent. Euculum is a bit of a great unknown on the planet of Castrovil, for few records suggest any large-scale colonization of the isolated continent has ever taken place. Its unconquered depths have remained the domain of deadly plants, immense fungi, and powerful beasts that drive a never-ending cycle of evolution, growth, and decay. These inexable processes ultimately consume settlements, leaving most runes damaged beyond identification. One ancient rune, however, has recently been unearthed and has become the forefront of attention of many corporations that operate around the main city of Quarbrat. Frequent expeditions have been sent to investigate the runes, as it seems like they've been there for thousands of years, relatively untouched, but the structures, glyphs, and other formations have eluded most researchers, causing them to turn back from the dangers of surviving the Euculum jungles. Our vision creeps along jungle floors, passing over massive holes leading far below the surface into Formian hives. We skirt around fungi growing by the second, pushing through branches and brush to tower over treetops before decaying and dying in the sunlight, only to spread further across the jungles. We push out of the jungle and into the Ralhoma River, where we see a small makeshift docking port for ships of all kinds. Beyond the port, through the thick of the woods, is a strange dark cobalt structure that has been almost completely overgrown with time. Trees and vines attempt to reclaim the areas that were once theirs. Deep within the ruins, we find a pop-up research area. Computers and lab equipment sit atop shipping crates in a very haphazard manner, but really the only way to effectively operate and research within these runes. Our view turns to a massive slate wall embedded with softly glowing runes that are written in a dialect long forgotten. It's hard to piece together a feeling other than unsettling and ominous that every researcher has expressed when within the sight of these runes. Astutely studying the wall, we see two figures. Doxy, if you'd like to introduce and maybe describe your character. Sure. Uh, my name is Nalora Nome, and she is used to being the smartest person in the room uh, <laughs> in regards to certain things, and probably the dumbest person in the room in regards to others. Um, she likes language very much she likes people and cultures very much and she has made it her life's work to uh study that and um and and be good at kind of determining how certain cultures tick uh as far as how she looks she is uh tall and slender um with two long antenna that are like the same color as her flesh which is kind of a pale almost almost like a human caucasian but not quite um a little a, a little like 
paler than that. And she has long, bushy, dark red hair that she holds back in a ponytail. And she just wears kind of um, archaeology gear. It's like it's loose linen shirts with like suspenders and strappy pants with pouches and a little doctor's bag full of her equipment that she needs on her in order to uh, study these ruins that her company sends her out to study. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, very big, big archaeology energy going on Indeed. There. Hell yeah. Uh, the ruins you find yourself in are vast and ancient. Uh but the technology is seemingly still operational, despite being truly so old. While some of it has been crushed as the structure has collapsed, a lot of it has been preserved by the looks of it. Not too far away, we see a fast whipping motion from a vine that was hanging off a runic slab. The vine quickly grabs a shorter, kind of stout offshoot of the Vesk species by the ankle and suspends them upside down. An all-too-familiar sight lately within these runes. Katie, would you like to describe and introduce your character? Yeah. Um, uh, My character's name is Rave. She's very much... uh, This is an opposites-attract situation, I think. Whereas Nolora is this, like, incredibly tall, like, picturesque sort of uh, being. Uh, Rave is short and, yeah, stout is how we'll describe her. She's got these short little hands with these chubby little fingers uh she's you know exactly what you would think a gecko would look like if a gecko was kind of just like shortened a little bit uh just just like a just like if a dog if a dachshund were a gecko like if i crocheted one like if you crocheted a gecko like if danny devito was a gecko (laughs) okay well you don't have to be rude about it but yes (laughs) (laughs) Danny DeVito Gecko Um, and uh, uh, Rave has um, yeah so but similarly like this pale coloration very pale belly sort of like this pinkish almost like translucent uh, skin with these uh, blue spots all over her Um, and, uh, one of those spots is right in the center of her chest and it sort of, you notice it sort of like glows a little bit. Uh, and (laughs) this, uh, well, it is, it's a glowing spot in her chest is what it is. Uh, and she is hanging upside down by the foot, I guess, from this lovely little vine. Uh, and where she, she used to sure to just like pulling at her shirt. She doesn't wear any pants, but she does wear a shirt. Is it a big, like... I picture a lab coat for some reason. I was going to say Donald Duck style. (laughs) Yeah, Donald Duck wearing the in the in the you know the great trend of uh, wonderful. I don't know what the Shelby role models we have. Uh, Yeah, no, a a nice little polo uh, (laughs) uh, that she's trying to like pull down, and she's got her fanny pack that is that's how she carries or this not fanny pack. Well, it's got a fanny pack on it, but it's a full tool belt and that's where she carries like the trowel and a bunch of sharpies and uh, she got like a little shovel and some brushes and some and like a a collapsible sieve it's just a whole bunch of stuff going on in that (laughs) belt and she's like right dangling upside like 
Melora, can you just ah? He gags, rave again. I will help her down. And just a little hope over here. <laughs> the other researchers are kind of like looking what over their shoulders it? as they see this happen again. You see a few of them just like, and they go back to like scanning the runes. I will shoot them a scowl. Only I get to give rave shit. <laughs> you see them like jump a little bit. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, you are very much, uh, in, in terms of the researchers, Nalora, you are uh, the head researcher of this I am expedition. in goddamn charge of this shit. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Uh, you go over and help poor Rave <laughs> down mm -hmm. from the vine. Uh, again, this, this very deep, dark cobalt structures with these glowing runes, um, it's... There's a host of like strange technology that seems to be kind of integrated with these slabs and runes, uh, but everything has been overgrown with vines. And occasionally you see vines covering over bits of technology where it's like this type of strange metal that also is glowing a strange blue, uh, but the plant overgrowth has gone wild. There's multiple structures above you, multiple floors above you, I should say, um, but the sunlight is pouring in uh, over time. The floors have collapsed. But what are what are both of you kind of? What do you think is happening uh, as you both are kind of exploring and taking in what's what's going on with the runes here? Um, I would be taking notes on my little uh, uh, what what are they called? Pocket assistant type deal. My little tablet that I have. You got me. a BlackBerry going. <laughs> Um, I would be taking notes and, and making all kinds of like startled noises as I'm like putting together the information that we've been looking for all this time is here, or at least partially here, or at least, at least, uh, is, um, like indicating that we're on the right track to something. Definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And Rave is absolutely just like emphatically nodding behind Nalora at every at every moment that Nalora's like <gasps> and Rave is just like skitters right up. Yeah. Behind. I'll be like, like I'll be like, Rave, look, it's <gasps> true. The material gets denser the further this way we go and etc. Yeah. Uh yeah, and Rave is absolutely just like right up behind uh, right underneath of her. Uh just like uh th those like gecko hands touching and <laughs> just like suction cups all over the place. Uh and also like yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Saving just, me. Just if work. you could just clip that and then <laughs> yeah, just use it all the time. Yeah, I'm just gonna <laughs> copy paste copy paste copy paste copy paste. That's how audio works, right? That literally is how audio works. So <laughs> Yeah. Perfect. Okay. All right. Hello. I'm the audio engineer now. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. And also like trying to, uh, I'm also trying to keep uh, my hat on because it is kind of like, I don't, I just really don't like all of the leaves touching me. So just. Gecko who hates leaves touching them. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. I did just get whipped up into the air by one. So. Yeah. I, okay, I okay. feel like. can go fuck themselves. <laughs> I feel like if you were to watch the two of them interact, uh, you would know that they can communicate without words, really. Like 100%. they have, they have worked together 
um, so closely and they have such an affinity for each other that like uh, as they're walking, Nalora will like push branches out of the way to let Rave through and stuff like that without so much as a word. It just is like <laughs> naturally they work together perfectly. That's very yeah. sweet. 100 OP. Or like I'll do uh, an excited gasp and Rave will uh, scurry over and pick up my laptop as I like shoot my hand out behind me, not even looking, just <laughs> yeah, in time immediately for her to there like with... place it in my hand. I yeah. Feel like, yes. I feel like some of those times Rave is actually on a wall scary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Rave. Yes. Yeah, I do. Uh, and I will be using my tongue to move things. Hell yeah. So we're all aware. My chonky tongue. Chonky. <laughs> chonky tongue. Uh, you look both... at my eyeballs. <laughs> yeah, sounds like it's always goes to Yeah, they like their eyeballs Kong. for sure. Chunky Kong. <laughs> they definitely like like their eyeballs. Uh, Thanks. Good. Yes, that's part of my character now. <laughs> it's gotta be. You're a little gecko person. It has to be. Uh, you both have been here researching uh, the interior of the structure for a good few days, uh, and definitely making progress. Uh, more progress than any of the previous researchers who have graced this area. Uh, today, just now, you are cracking a crucial pattern on how the runes are carved into the slate, the matter, uh, the manner in which they're laid out. The language has been unrecognizable for all previous researchers who have risked life and limb to try their hand at deciphering it, but once you were able to take some time and go over it all, it slowly started to fall into place in an oddly familiar fashion. Uh, again, like we discussed, your loyal assistant has been by your side this entire time when they're not getting nabbed up by vines. And speaking of which, I think like another vibe <laughs> whips out and nabs. Nabs Can we you. say that instead I hear it and I like I just sigh and smack it away. Yeah, you, you, you just grab it like anime style, like no look, just fucking. <laughs> and Rave does not is none the wiser. Just do 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 do. Yeah, after after saving Rave pants. once again, uh, you both kind of go and sit down at the, one of the research, uh, one of the pop up research stations to start assembling the information you found. Uh, there are a few other researchers, like I mentioned, around, but they're they've mostly gone back to assisting with some of the more tedious aspects of uh, all of this, like gathering samples and scanning runes and uh, taking like detailed picture or you know like uh, properly identifying everything and, and marking it. Uh, They've, uh, the ruins you discovered are old, older than anything else you've ever come across. They've easily been here since before the gap, which is the 300 years of lost time experienced by the entire galaxy. They're possibly thousands or tens of thousands of years old at this point and were expertly crafted by beings with immense technological advances for such an era. The information you're able to uncover describes a realm adjacent to this material plane, a realm that seemingly bridges distances, but not without a cost. It sounds like the messages that you are deciphering are talking about something known as the drift, which is a realm 
that is used by almost everyone from military to pirate alike uh, as a means of cutting down on lengthy voyages throughout, uh, throughout space. The runes talk about something else lurking within the drift, something all too eager to get out, something they had to, uh, something they had let out on purpose as an experiment and had to completely abandon their settlement to protect themselves. Okay. A hefty, uh, a hefty, uh, a hefty discovery, but also a revelation for progress in within these runes. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, Rave, look, these phenoms over here. Ooh. Have you seen the movie The Blob? <laughs> I have not seen the oh, okay. movie The Blob. <laughs> but... Well, it's very good, and uh, you should. And, okay, uh, absolutely. So, it, it's truly similar what has happened oh. here. Uh, okay. It says... Um, and I go on to explain the experiment and the failed experiment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And how uh, it's all kept in the rift. This place that we're all using. I probably don't even have to explain to her what no. the rift is then. Rave absolutely understands. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. And, uh, uh, What's our boss's name? Uh, speaking of your boss... Uh, you two are dis uh, talking about this discovery that you had just come across um, when you hear above you on another floor of this structure the clack of shoes on slate stone as it echoes off the walls surrounding you. You glance up and see Imperia Crow, an executive mm -hmm. of the Aspis Consortium and the person funding this expedition. Imperia is, at a glance, an elf, which is somewhat uncommon in these parts. Uh, the elves tend to keep to themselves uh, on the continent of Sovrian, which is kind of southeast of your location. Her dark hair is cut short and close, showing off some augmentation on the left side of her head that beeps and glows as it processes information. The elves of Kestrovil are known for their... Uh, are known for their magically infused technology, which is a rarity outside of this planet. Uh, a small lens on a tiny arm pops out and adjusts itself in front of her eye as she gazes down from above. And how are we making out? Well, we've had a bit of a breakthrough. Uh, as, as you know, this is a language based on phenoms rather than letters and uh, these phenoms here uh, we have just put together I think that I've finally solved what this one is and what all of these words mean now because I understand this phenom and the information that I've learned is exciting it's exciting well fantastic news we haven't had any headway we've been burning money since we've got here this is a revelation this is fantastic um what what is do you need some more time to go over it all oh yes um mm. and i fear that all the information may be lost on you if we don't call together the entire team to go over this together 
Right, right. Uh, I'll gather up. I'll I'll make sure. I'll go around and make sure everyone is uh, gathering in this kind of main chamber. Uh, I'll go take care of that now. Uh, do, do you need anything else from me? At moment, no. Uh, what about you? Um, sorry. <sighs> Rave. Her name is Rave. Rave. Do you need anything? We're just going to kind of like uh, scurry up the uh, wall with the... Uh. And kind uh, of... Thank you very much, Miss Crow. I... Appreciate the offer, but I believe we are okay here. We're making our own progress and doing excellently. Thank you. All right. Uh, wonderful. Uh, well done. Good job. Um, I'll gather. I'll make sure everyone heads this way, at least. Uh, that could be helpful to kind of get more faces, more ears, more brains thinking about all of this. Uh, I'll be back. Uh Hopefully not. Uh, I'll I'll be back within a few hours. I would imagine. Indeed. Uh, and you hear the k- 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 of shoes on slate as she if, walks away. If Rave happened to be looking at me, she would know that uh, Miss Crow, implying that we needed more brains on this, really kind of upset. Nora, oh, Rave is already livid <laughs> at the comment. She's uh, Rave is so Rave has scurried and is fully like upside down on this ceiling where like un, like underneath of where Miss Crow is standing and is just like peeking her head like up and is like watching her walk away and giving her this awful, just like the. The sweetest, the, the chubbiest side eye you've ever gotten. <laughs> That's a chubby side eye. It's a real chubby, chunky side eye from a gecko. And then she's going to lick one of them. <laughs> and then she'll... I can't make the noise like Josiah did, but copy and paste it. And then she scurries down the hall. I'll, I'll copy and paste it. Honestly, if she didn't sign our paychecks. I do not like her. <laughs> what does she think she is saying that we need more brains in here? You, we did it. We just did it on our own. You, you it's just, just confusing to learn your name. I mean, how disrespectful. Uh, I, it, it's not like it's that hard of a name anyway. I, I, Such an easy name. Such a beautiful, been, easy name, Rave. We have been, thank you very much, Nora. I really appreciate that a lot. And we have been working on this project for months now together. I, 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 on site for days. On, on site for days. There has been correspondence between myself personally and uh, and Imperia. And, uh, and, and still, there's just no risk. I just can't get any respect around here. You know, this morning was the first shower I've had in two weeks. Mm-hmm. I was filthy. filthy. I do know that I stand very close to you often. <laughs> I, having, having been sleeping here, doing nothing but reading this for mm-hmm. the past several days, I just, mm-hmm. I'm offended by the notion. That's all I'm Honestly. saying. Imperia doesn't have a, a really, truly any respect for the kind of work that we put into it and the kind of craftsmanship that this really, uh, that our art really takes. You're right, the, it the is an art. Dedication. We are artists. Yes, I, we 
our artist. And I believe Rave is just going into full hype mode now. <laughs> Rave is a simp for Nalora. And Nalora is just like, yeah, yes, she's correct. And like, and like, is just like, having positive interjections while she's like scribbling down the notes and like translating the phenomes that she's been looking over. It's perfect. And- yeah, it's just like stop stonking around in the background like and and another thing. Stomping around gets caught by a vine. <laughs> <laughs> I just yes. don't even get annoyed by them now. Now it's just like full on me and rave against yes. the world now. Yes. I, yes. I just like am angrily pulling at these vines, but the anger is directed towards <laughs> this entirely. woman who has no idea how much I hate her. <laughs> Sounds about right. We are the working class. <laughs> just up into the trees again. Gotta unionize those researchers. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Uh, Yeah. Um, Oh, my God. English. Um, Imperia walks off. You two uh, have this (laughs) rant session as you're making notes. Hater sesh. (laughs) Hater sesh. Loudly complaining in this uh, giant Mm -hmm. chamber of these ancient runes. Uh, Other researchers are kind of like gathering around, but keeping their distance. They can kind of feel the energy (laughs) that's being emitted. Mm -hmm. They're like, oh, we're just going to stay over and scan this wall again, I guess. They Um, probably also know me well enough to know that I fucking hate this lady. Yeah, -hmm. yeah, understandably Everybody also, I feel like, in general knows to keep a wide berth from the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And the two of you, along with the researchers, are left alone to your own devices. Uh, a little time passes as we see a small starship flying over the treetops of Euculum. The ship itself looks fairly sturdy, but has been patched up quite a few times by the looks of it. It makes its way towards a small makeshift landing port on the Ralhoma River. It settles down expertly, and the loading bay door hisses open onto the wooden dock. We see two figures stepping out. Josiah, would you kindly introduce your character and uh, maybe the what they look like? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> so something of the sorry, my computer crashed, and for some reason that like made my voice get scratchy but <laughs> as it would yeah. right That's as it does yeah. simple cause and effect mm-hmm. yeah you literally <laughs> can't prove it's not true so therefore that's my that's my objective reality um so yeah stepping off the ship is our boy simeon simeon is a kasatha bounty hunter Kasatha, is that how you pronounce it? That sounds right to me, sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> he is a Kasatha bounty hunter. They are the folks with four arms. They have four arms, four hands, 20 fingers. You know how it goes. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he he's just kind of wearing, you know, standard combat gear, but 
not like super bulky armor or anything. Just you know, lo lots of pockets. That's the that's the one thing that Marines have in common with all women is they just want pockets, right? So he's got lots of pockets to store all kinds of uh, various things. <laughs> By things, I mean guns and bullets. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he uh, he steps off. You know, he's got kind of the classic duster thing going on and like all Kasatha for some reason have that like face covering mm. this is actually a question for you do they have mouths or is that just like they do have mouths yep. they do yeah uh, the Kasatha themselves have this like uh, I think the world they came from was probably very dusty and barren because it was it was next to a dying sun and they kind of yeah. had to get the fuck out of dodge before it exploded um, totally. So that, that I feel like that tracked through the generations, and they they boarded a world ship, they sailed through the stars the long way because they didn't have drift travel, uh, and uh, eventually ended up in the packed worlds. But uh, yeah, they have uh, they have mouths and. Uh, yeah, I was just curious because in all the artwork you see, official artwork depicting them, they all have their mouth covered. Yes. In some way or another. Yeah, so yeah. I wasn't sure if that was just because like there's nothing there or if it was like a cultural thing. But in either case, Simeon is not one to break the mold. He has a mouth covering for sure, big style. Um, <laughs> but uh, that was never a question. But yeah, Simeon is, uh, of course, originally from said world ship. Um and he kind of just he's like a real vagabond type guy you know just makes his home wherever is convenient at the time he doesn't have an address which makes it a real like pain in the ass to get mail but uh we live in space so we get space mail it doesn't matter yeah there's a oh damn because this is based on one piece there's now has to be like space seagulls that deliver the mail in space seagulls yeah mm. Can I ask a question about Simeon? Real of quick? course. <laughs> Is his last name My Way? Simeon My Way? Simeon My Way. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that was the most, like, the reachiest reach I've ever seen. Katie Brown. Oh, goodbye. Goodbye. I'm so sorry. Goodbye. No, goodbye. that was goodbye. perfect. And you have no idea how often I just, in my life, quote that. <laughs> That's so funny that you it's, said that. Thank you very much for. I appreciate the recognition. It is a tough world out here. You just have to kind of like scat and like th throw the tone up at the end, and people will be like, "Ah, send me on my way." Right? You go, "Send me on my way, baby," and th and then they'll be like, "Oh, it's send me on send my me way." On my way. And it's, yes. I find it to be the most hilarious and tough, amazing thing. Tough packed world. Well, I, <laughs> was that joke? I don't know. Does it deserve Cards Against Humanity level? Is it better? I think it could make it onto a card. It went over Is my head, for much sure. Much better. Oh, Nothing goes so over Simeon's head because it's so long and weird. And he catches but... it with one of his forearms. <laughs> yeah. Um, one of his forearms, not one of his forearms. <laughs> one All right. Forearms. <laughs> he, 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 like, volleyball spikes the two of his day catches it like a fucking anime <laughs> character catching a kunai Naruto style. Anyways. I'm so sorry. Yes. No, that's okay. That's what we're here for. Simeon, uh, he, to actually answer your question, he, he he does have a last name. His last name is like a poem because mm -hmm. Kasathas are uh, extra like that. Their last name is like 
the entire genealogy of their family yeah. written in like poem form. This but so like just... if you were to like scat and then make it. Yeah, go his name is Simeon Ski Deepu Dadapa. And that goes on for some time. So yes. To so answer yes. your earlier question, Katie. <laughs> Thank yes. you. It's definitely, it's definitely in there somewhere. Yeah. Um but yeah, no. We he, stand uh, in he is room. A four armed Kasatha bounty hunter and um i guess yeah stepping off the ship in one of his or one set of his arms he would be carrying a big ass sniper rifle uh and the other set of his two arms i don't know what they're doing at any given time just like Chilling. folded sometimes <laughs> gesticulating um we love a creature that gesticulates while holding a gun what we do for sure stepping up behind you is a somewhat older human uh, a bit heavy set but in the way uh that a former athlete becomes still very much looking like they can handle their own uh, a thick like push broom gray mustache sits over their mouth and their face is decorated with an eye patch over their right eye they took a wary look or uh, sorry they take a wary kind of look around and some kind of large automatic rifle in their hands. This gruff figure is your fellow bounty hunter, Barley Graham. Uh, right, well, we made it in one piece uh, for, for once. Uh, got a bit close there in the diaspora, but, you know, we pulled through. I'm telling you, Simeon, once... <laughs> I can't stop hearing Simeon my way now. <laughs> <laughs> I won't apologize any longer, actually. I stand by this one. It's an insane hail to die on, but I'll, I'll, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life. Well, I'll guard die. the corpse. I'm here for it. Thank you. Build me a Viking funeral fire on this joke. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm, I'm telling you, Simeon, once we get off this swampy moss ball of a planet, I'm, I'm going to find a nice quiet section of Absalom Station and uh, settle in, I think. I just, like, instinctively with one of my hands do the fucking, what do they call it, the Catholics do when someone's going to die, because that's big one last job energy coming from Barley right now. Barley Graham, the man loves his grains, I suppose. But, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'll uh, I'll just kind of nod to him, you know, clap him on the shoulder with uh, one of my unoccupied arms and be like, "Yeah, this uh, this should be a pretty simple job. In and out, you'll be relaxing on a beach somewhere before you know it, my friend." Right, a simple job in a a jungle filled with unknown, countless dangers where both the plants and the beasts want to eat you. I mean, I wouldn't say countless. Surely someone's, surely someone's counted them. You think someone's out there right now counting every single plant and animal that's out there? I mean, it's like a stupid job, but it's definitely someone's job. Uh, a new one gets born, <laughs> like... and they have to run across the jungle, defying all danger, just to jot down. Yep, that's another one. Another, another moss ball on a tree. Tick, fresh, done. That's why I became a bounty hunter. I can't cast. I can't count past twenty, my friend. You know. Oh, I thought you meant to become one of those re those people that count all the animals. No, 
Because that would have been a while. We get here and that that's the revel. You're like, I'm. this is my job now. And I'm like, well, <laughs> fuck me. I'll just, I'll be on my way, I guess. <laughs> I mean... Nah, that would be crazy. No, 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 we're not doing that. We're not doing that. What What are we doing? Well, <laughs> I'm assuming I have some kind of uh, contract or some dossier type information. Yeah, there's like a contact that's supposed to, to show up. Uh, I, I feel like that... We're meeting someone here. Yeah, okay. I feel like that's usually how these things go, right? Depends. But in this situation, sure, why not? And this this is a memory, so whatever you think happens is kind of what happens. <laughs> I remember being very cool, and everybody liked me, and said I had great hair. Right, uh, all that stuff you said about the animals was really cool, actually. <laughs> Despite the fact that Kasada don't have hair, there's some now suddenly, this memory, he has a flowing mane of hair. Pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. Uh, stepping off our ship, kind of looking around, taking stock of the area. I'm like, well, I suppose we wait. I don't know if we're earlier. Right. Well, I mean, check one of my three watches. <laughs> this is the right time, right? They're all synced to different time zones. <laughs> I fucking love. It. Yeah, that's great. Uh, uh, Barley like looks at you, checking your watches, and then gives you like a little nudge and nods in a direction you see uh, a figure approaching out of the thick brush where the wooden walkway kind of winds and disappears the figure is set in some kind of heavy cloak which kind of covers their head and their body the cloak itself looks fairly patchwork like it's been made uh, from a few different sources of plant or animal who knows uh, a soft sporadic but somewhat consistent glow emits from underneath the hood as a half whisper of a voice kind of rasps out you're Simeon and Bali, yes? It would be a crazy coincidence if we weren't You're here to you are required to capture Nalora Nomea alive and return her here to this transport vessel Yup I say as I start like loading tranquilizer darts into my uh, my <laughs> rifle. Great, perfect. Uh, Nilora has been uncovering some dangerous information that we simply cannot let escape this planet. Could be a danger for life as we know it. I mean, look, that's between you and whatever god you believe in. I'm just here to get paid. All right. Speaking of, we agreed upon ten thousand credits, uh, half up front and half when you deliver Nalora here to these docks. I'd be careful. I imagine she's got a few tricks up her sleeve. Not many researchers are able to survive uh, within these jungles uh, as long as her and her assistant have. Right. About that. How many people are we expecting here? Because like, if this is just a her and her assistant kind of thing, like... Or are, are, is there a whole research team? Like, what am I walking into here? Uh, from what I understand, I've been told that they have a very standoffish type of attitude between the both of them that no one really likes, so everyone kind of avoids them. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> that should make things a little simpler. So it's just the target and her proverbial <laughs> Igor. Yeah, they're they're kind of just always together. I don't, I don't really know what's up. Well... That's not, that's not, that's 
more than I need to know, to be honest with you. That's great. So if you want to just hand over uh, 5,000 credits and I'll uh, get the other five from you in less than a few hours, hopefully. Yeah. Uh, they hand over a cred stick and Bar- uh, Barley kind of grabs it and <laughs> chalks on it with his teeth. Real plastic, eh, bud? He's like, yeah, all right, that's, yeah, here. And hands it to you, he's like, yeah, it seems real. No, he's got a scanner in his tooth. That's why. Hell yeah. Oh my god. There's just like a USB Z or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Bro's got a fucking thunderbolt port in his in his molar. Oh also can charge all phones. <laughs> yeah. He sleeps with his iPhone plugged into his fucking tooth. Which is literally his eye. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. That's very good. Drama ass joke. <laughs> Real big Futurama vibes. Uh, the figure, the hood kind of nods and they walk off back kind of where the direction they came from. Barley looks at you, he's like, well, I mean, no time like the present to get started, I guess. Yeah, let's do it. Hell yeah. Uh, in this span of time, what do we see Nalora and Rave kind of up to? It's been a few, it's been a couple of hours. Some more researchers have slowly started gathering. There's probably about seven, eight of them, but they're, some of them are just sitting at different stations and some of them are off uh, researching things, making themselves look busy. Uh, so if you were to be watching from, say, the bushes nearby... You would just see probably their backs and them like walking back and forth, like looking at these runes on the wall um, and just like pointing and being like, yes, and this one here makes the sound. So it says Nachlach. And another thing, the way she wears her hair, just like really, it's so beautiful. She's blessed with this beautiful hair that she doesn't deserve. And she wears it like that. Like well, that. Honestly, honestly, it's just disrespectful to the, you know, there's some of us that don't have hair and. I you know. know. <laughs> just, oh, so many of the doctors here from ex- experiments have lost their exactly, ability to grow hair. Exactly. Just she, have what a little she bit know? of. She's never even done grace. an experiment. She's never even done an experiment. Thank you very much. Yes. She could experiment with those locks, you know? <laughs> anyway, so she, the knuckle okay. lock. That the implies that, that yes. yeah. <laughs> and I think you see, uh, also there's like a tarp laid out on the ground and uh, uh, Rave has like whatever the space equivalent of a Sharpie is. Space Sharpie. <laughs> it's like, Taking notes directly on the tarp. Starpy. Starpy. Yes. Uh, yep. Do Rave has a Starpy? <laughs> she's like draw, taking notes directly onto like frantically scribble scrabbling. You will not be able to read these notes uh, later, and directly onto the tarp where you should not be taking. Maybe notes, it's a but... shorthand that you and I invented together. Oh, oh yes. that's cute. Yeah, that's very absolutely cute. is. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Uh, yeah, so nobody and can steal it, our notes. It's clever. That's so great. Good. That's very so good. good. Yes. Intermittently just... And I forgot the, the other thing that I really that really gets under my skin. <laughs> I just, no, I get it. I get it. I do. Yes. Truly, <sighs> truly so I, much banter. Uh, a few hours go by before Simeon and Barley reach the exterior of the ruins, which have these almost 
black, dark cobalt slate walls. Thick vines and plants cover almost uh, everything. In some cases, it seems like the plant life is the only thing keeping some of these walls standing. And inside, not too far through some of the narrow halls, you find an open chamber with sunlight pouring in from above and two figures loudly complaining and working somewhere near a pop-up research station. And you see some other researchers kind of off around the sides, kind of just minding their own business. And Barley looks at you, Simeon, right? Uh, uh, holds up like a data, a data pad, uh, just like this clear blue uh, device, uh, which I've dubbed prism devices, this clear blue device he holds up. Right. Uh, looks, I mean, one of them, one of them's very short. I can't really see. I've only got my one eye and I'm not wearing my glasses. My, I'm not wearing my glass uh, on there. Uh, the word is monocle. Monocle. Yeah, that's the one. One of them looks like the one we're after. Which one? The The one I can make out with it's, you know, taller than two feet. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Um... Listen up, Barley. I know this is it, all right? And after this, I know things with the missus deteriorated after she passed tragically all those years ago. You had to raise all those kids by yourself. Devastating. Like, I know. And, like, they still love you. And, like, you make time for them every year at Space Christmas to see them regardless. So this is it, though. We just get this done, and you're scot-free. All those kids are going to college, all right? And they're going to just get to love their dad. You can finally be the man that you've been trying to be all these years, all right? I, I appreciate you saying that. This might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me in your entire life and the entire amount of time we've ever known each other. Well, definitely, but just since this is, like, the last job, I just really want to establish all this stuff about our relationship right. and how, like, I've admired you as, uh, as such a, like, strong parent both to your children but i see you as a father in a way too sort of having never known my own you know right so it uh anyways let's uh let's go bag and tag am i right uh and i'm gonna hand him my uh my sniper rifle with the uh trank darts loaded into it and we're like all right you watch through this scope with your one good eye when you see the signal which i feel like this is something we've done before like Having the extra set of arms, I can very oh, easily, like, yeah. behind my back, like, give a signal with one of my hands yeah. to be like, now's the time, like, you know. That's so good. Um, That's so fun. And uh, I'm like, hopefully, we'll just come quietly. I don't think this is like a you get tied to a chair and murdered situation after we bring them in. Otherwise, why would they want them alive? But uh, if they don't want to come quietly, then, like, you know. I don't know, maybe it is a chair-tying murder situation, but, like, that's neither here nor there. You know what to do. I don't need to tell you how to do your job. And I just hand him the, the rifle, and I'm going to, uh, like, I will make myself known eventually, but my plan is to kind of just, like, sneak up to a distance within reason before appearing. Yeah, and... and being uh, like, hey, this is what's up. Uh, because this is a memory... Uh... Doxy, uh, Katie, what do you both kind of see happening as well in this situation where uh, Simeon, uh, Josiah's character, is approaching um, 
probably aren't aware of the other character, but looking back, you would be, you know, uh, gazing back upon this memory, you'd realize what was what was up. But what, what do you guys see happening uh, in this situation? So as the head of this, like, research team, my little pocket pal, my tab, my Blackberry, uh, has, like, I would have developed some sort of app that uh my workers would all have like a little id badge that i could scan right Mm. uh so i would notice that they didn't have a like (laughs) I, i would notice that there's no no lanyard there and uh immediately be like "Ugh, she sent somebody onto my site it doesn't even have identification. I've asked her over and over again. I put the app on her BlackBerry she myself. No response. No respect. I I know that she has no respect for the credentialing process. I also just have to say I love the fact that this dude fucking rolls up, like clearly dressed like a fucking space cowboy with like armed. You're just like no lanyard like that's the thing that's weird right she's trying to mute the Celine Dion that's playing in her head upon looking at you she sees you and it's like Mm -hmm. and baby baby when you touch me like this I don't think we can clear Um, that (laughs) yeah (laughs) we have rights to that stuff Um, that's why I stopped when I stopped (laughs) Nalora, you and Rave are doing your research, and Simeon is quietly approaching, no lanyard in sight. Uh, as Barley looks on uh, at distance with uh, with a sniper rifle, uh, what do we see playing out here in this in this situation? Uh, yeah, I would just approach while they're like talking to each other. When you turn around and have that. I was like, this guy doesn't even have a fucking land, dude. Like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> and Rave, I think, kind of like rolls their eyes and, like, uh, 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 does like a, don't worry, I'll handle this, and kind of, you know, skitters up to this, you know, four armed creature. <laughs> yeah, as, as you start um, approaching, you just see him, like, kind of put one of his hands instinctively on the holster of his gun. Um, he's just like Rave doesn't clock it. <laughs> just runs up anyway. Yeah, <laughs> stands at her full height, which is two and a half feet tall. <laughs> I fucking uh, stand Rave. Thank you. I'll just have one one hand on the on the gun, another like doing the Chris Pratt like hand out thing, like he does in Jurassic. <laughs> like whoa, which works on all reptiles as uh, Chris established. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks, Chris. Yeah, thanks, Chris. I'm just kind of like shout out, not shout a fucking dinosaur. Shout out to Crispy uh, Rat. Um, <laughs> shout out to our BFF Chris Pratt. Yeah, I know him. Uh, Josiah's best friend. <laughs> okay. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, and Ra- if you, if uh, if Simeon's putting his hand out, Rave is just gonna kind of like peek around the hand and be like, "What department are you from?" <laughs> I'm not from one of your departments. Listen up. 
And then I'll oh, say over on. to... Did Imperial send you from somewhere else? Because it is so frustrating, the amount of oversight that she has truly just, like, completely let go. I... Sorry. Yes, I'm so sorry. You were saying something. It's <laughs> another one of the personal friends, isn't it? Is this it another, another one call? of the personal friends? I can't it's, believe it's, this. Sir, I'm, I'm going so to have to ask you to leave. I'm so sorry if... This is a workplace, okay? Are you no, Laura? And very delicate... Yes. Great. I'm going to need you to come with me. I don't know what you are. You can fuck off. But Excuse me. Her name is Rave, and she's an important part of this operation. Okay, well, here's the situation. Let me just lay this out as plainly as I can for you. I've got a buddy back there. I don't know if you can see him from here or not. He's got a, he's got a rifle trained on the two she, of like, you. She, like, flips down her little archaeology goggles and it's just like oh how about that yeah I see. Rave is gonna skip so, off immediately and go yeah. over to this buddy and just <laughs> so sorry who are you you I don't care about you Delora <laughs> you need to come with me and I mean we can do this the easy way or the hard way where are we going to be honest I don't know I don't care someone is paying me a lot of money to take you into custody so that that's just won't do. I'm afraid. I you don't understand the importance of the work <laughs> that is happening here. Yeah, but research that needs to get done, sir. I'm I'm far too busy for this. So just um guards. I'm gonna. Uh, she didn't hire guards, did she? No guards. I, of course she no didn't. No fucking guards. Didn't hire any guards for us. I like actually. I picture uh, a. As Simeon and Barley are scouting, they're ta- they're systematically taking out guards around the, permi- uh, <laughs> yeah. the perimeter. But we're mm-hmm. still just out here shit talking. <laughs> like it's it's, it's it's a, it's a real like Assassin's Creed situation. <laughs> no foresight. Just dragging them into bushes and stuff, and like <laughs> knocking them out, um, throwing one into carnivorous plants. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'll just be like, there are uh, there are no guards. So, look, I know you, this research is probably very important to you. I usually seem like a nice lady. I'm not trying to fuck your shit up, but... Uh, I'm sorry, my four-armed drink of water that you are, okay? It's not just important to me. This is important to you. This is important to everybody that you know. And most importantly, this is important to everybody like everybody you do not understand that's objectively true (laughs) it is imperative that I remain here whoever you need to take me to can come here all they have to do is download this app create themselves an ID they can put Get it on a lanyard, badge. they can put it on a clip, whatever they need I to do. I do have extra lanyards, Ray will pull I, out one from <laughs> I can bypass Miss Crow. Me. It's fine. <laughs> Just download the app, get yourself an ID, make an appointment, and by the time you come back, I should have this wall done, and I'll only have... And I indicate all the other walls full of rooms. <laughs> <laughs> walls. Truly so many. <laughs> Barley's getting a little tour with Ray. Mm, uh, like, yeah, Ray fully has been like, oh my gosh, and hold on, you gotta come see this over here. This is actually the coolest part. What is this? Uh, What's going on here? 
Oh, yeah, so that one makes a sound. <laughs> There's just like guards in the background, like hidden in barrels and stuff. <laughs> Legs popping out. Yeah. Rave is on top of one of them, just trying to point out the other rune and does not notice that it's a dead body. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Look at that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. No, it's actually really cool stuff that we're doing here, which is why you can't take her now. You can't. She, we've got work that needs to get done. Well, we so I'm so work. sorry. We also have work that needs to be done. Could yours just wait a little bit, though? Is yours imperative to the future of all mankind? And, again, I mean, everyone. It's imperative to to Barley's future. This man's got 17 children to send through college and feed. Subjective to my What I'm saying mankind, is yes. that he will not, should I not remain at this work site. Well, how does that make any sense? This is a bunch of fucking... Like, what am I looking at here? It's like a wall. I'm going to assume that somebody who looks like you has talent in places other than the ones required in order to understand we were actually talking about what that is earlier. happening here how you know we elected careers doing what we do because we don't enjoy counting all the animals in the ecosystem brave takes out her clicker for counting all the animals in the system and i'm like i fucking told you that there was a person for that i, I told you, you. there yeah no i didn't believe you sir you know my name. Might I, perchance, have yours? Barley. Sorry, it was not for me. Oh, my mistake. That's Barley. I'll be, over, I'll be over here. Yeah, they, they shake Barley walks away. He's like, sorry. That's so Barley. Nice to meet I'm you, actually. Simeon. And I'll, uh, I'll, like, really lightly grab your hand, one of your four hands, Which and pull one? you over to the wall. Bottom left. <laughs> <laughs> And then I'll press, I'll press mine to uh, several different runes, mm-hmm. and like maybe they even light up as I'm like tracing over them. Cool. And I'll say, "This here is talking about the rift. I know that you know what the rift is, okay? Many, many, unfathomable years ago, many unfathomable generations ago." many unfathomable civilizations ago, okay, there were people like me who did important scholarly work and they fucked up. They fucked up and that is coming back to bite us in the ass now. That is what these funny pictures mean. I'm the only person in the whole of civilization who knows how to read this. This is our key to stop the end of everything that you know. Okay? So whatever measly credits my life is worth to you will mean nothing when we all die. Do you want to know how many credits it was? Nah, you don't want to know. A little bit. I'm kind of curious. I, I would be also know. very curious. She starts, like, twirling one of her curls <laughs> in her fingers. In these situations, it's always less than you want it to be. Mm. But Then lie to me. <laughs> Listen. 
that's all good and fine. Here's the situation, though. Somebody, if it's not me, is good. They're not gonna just be like, "Oh, you didn't do it. You didn't capture this person." So whether it's me or somebody else, someone wants you, at the very least, captured. Which I feel for you is a problem. Yes, because again, to everyone it would be a problem. Right. I understand that. And I feel like, uh, given the circumstance about how how all this kind of went down, it was uh, was a little sketchy, right, Barley? Things were a little sketchy here, I would say. Sketchier than normal, anyway. Can I ask who it is that... You know the the odd thing. Sent you for me. The odd thing is when you're when you're when you're tracing it back, it actually goes to about twelve different dummy accounts. But all of those dummy accounts on the little app here that we use, uh, it's got little star ratings. So all of them have good reviews of these these obviously dummy accounts, and people get paid from them. But the thing is, this job, you know, when you start tracing it back, kind of bounces around between all those accounts. We did meet, you know, someone at the docks, and they seemed they already. I mean, they gave us. This, you know, cred stick, money. Were they dressed like me or were they dressed like you? Kind of looked like a tree. I mean, just like brown robes blended in. I'm, I have color blindness. Yeah, his mm-hmm. one eye's barely hanging on by a thread here, gang. <laughs> oh no, but the money from this, But the money from this job is going to pay for the surgery to fix that right up, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm afraid it won't because I'm afraid I simply will not come with you. I turn around and start scribbling as fast as I can, just waiting to get knocked out, essentially. (laughs) I think as this kind of is happening, Barley, I'd like the tension oddly has kind of gone from the situation in the weirdest (laughs) way possible. Uh, Barley is kind of like, you're all kind of standing around these runes and research stations and Barley is just like poking at some stuff. And you see he just pokes at this random thing in the middle of a bunch of vines and slate cobalt stone. Uh, It just presses downwards and you hear this and a slate wall behind you that no one's really gotten to yet because there were no, there was no symbology going on. There was no significance uh, seemingly from this, this area whirs to life as all of a sudden, this slate wall alights with this blue plasma that swirls and changes until it becomes a shimmer of all colors, changing and morphing. Rave is frantically scribbling. <laughs> the boring wall. The crow wall, as we call it. The crow wall. The crow wall. Uh... All I just look at Barley. I'm like, oh, what the fuck did you do now, man? Barley's like, I don't. But it, it was. I, well, give give me that. And I grab the rifle from. <laughs> I uh, must insist that you touch nothing else and take ten steps backwards. As you go to grab the rifle, and he goes to like hand it to you, you see the strap of the rifle wavering towards this uh, this surface of blue colors that are morphing into just a shimmer, rippling like the surface of like a lake 
after a rock has been thrown in. Plants and vines are slowly now wavering towards it as if they're being drawn into this portal-like structure. You see Barley's I grab Raven, hold on very tight. (laughs) Oh, she's fully, like, her feet pads are, like, sucked around your hand. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You're the perfect person for this. Uh, Barley's feet are being dragged in the dirt, uh, and you seem, like, slowly being pulled into this uh, horizon as he manages to grab onto a vine at the last second. All of you hunker down with the research equipment that's like embedded into the actual slate itself. But you see other researchers flying into this this void of energy. Barley's like- Johnson, Ackerley, Davis, no! They, they were all dicks. <laughs> uh, Incredible Doppler oh abilities there. Josiah, your talents amaze. <laughs> Sound effects Dude, are awesome yeah, over here. Seriously. Sound effects and Hero Forge are the two things I'm good at. <laughs> so we get so we get this man a five ninety nine subscription for unlimited license use of those sound effects, but uh <laughs> stupidest joke I could have made. Uh, You see, the wind is overwhelming as it's being pulled into this vortex. And you see Barley is hanging on by his legs. And you see he takes a dagger from his his chest plate and throws it towards the rune that he accidentally pushed down where it sticks in and depresses. Half of his body is into the void at this point. But as soon as the rune shifts back into place, the portal closes. Barley falls hard onto the ground, but you see him like stumble and push himself back. The wind dies down. He's like, right. What in the ever loving Horus was that? And he like gets up and like dusts himself off. He looks a bit shaken. He stumbles slightly and like catches himself. As the void is closing, it expels energy into this chamber, exploding outwards, and you see the bodies of the researchers that were sucked in fly off in all directions out of the void uh, before it closes entirely. They hit walls and stumble along the dirt. They're just laying there motionless. All right. Well, I think regardless of anything else that's happening, we should probably go now. But, but, but we have to, we have to figure out what that button was. Don't we have to figure out what that button was? I can get straps. We can strap down. I'll just keep, and she'll just like, uh, Ray just like sucks all of her finger, all of her toe pads onto Lenore. I'm just going to go and literally uh, grab you. It's like, all right, go. Uh, no, no, and I'm like flailing, and I'm just like the science, the words, the phantoms. You, as this exchange is going down, you you look up as a voice echoes down. Imperia Crow is looking down with a twisted smile on her face. Finally, some results from this massive money sink. Now that I know something is here, I think our business is done, Nolora. She makes a motion and kind of tosses a makeshift brown cloak off the ledge as it falls to the ground. Simeon, you can you can take her back now. I'll I'll meet you at the docks in a little bit. Uh, ciao ciao. And she disappears. That's, that's the person that hired us to 
kidnap you and violate your uh, independence. Um, I, I am just babbling at this point, just like the fuck. Oh my god, and I science word, and other science word, so and <laughs> so we really on. needed to and continue Ray, with this research. We were right we were, the whole time. We were so right the entire time. We really needed to continue with this research, and I knew we couldn't trust her. It's girls for girls. It means nothing to her. <laughs> Uh, the tension builds in the runes as you hear movement. Slight at first, kind of like rubble being slightly moved. And then the sound of cloth moving, rubble falling over. The researchers that were unmoving and hurled out of the vortex are getting to their feet Ignoring their broken bones and cracked necks and gaping wounds, one, a fellow Lashunta, turns towards you and their eye explodes outwards, leaving this beastly, uh, bulbous, deep yellow eye that replaces it that's frantically looking in all directions. Their arm explodes off of their body as this gorish tentacle pushes its way out of the shoulder. You hear this horrific squeal uh, emanate from their mouth. As you look around, the other researchers are exploding, their legs blowing off, their faces completely, their heads completely gone, covering the walls with viscera and blood, their limbs being replaced with these strange raw appendages. They all seemingly in unison make a dash towards you, standing in the center of this large ancient chamber. You all likely know the only surefire way out of this might be the river dock. What are you all doing? Come along, Rave. <laughs> so as I was saying, it's time to go. Rave is gonna, point, we should be, we should fuck off out of uh, here. Yep. Uh, Rave is going to real quick just like sma- like press on her chest and cough a little bit and shrink down to gecko size and scurry up into the uh, Nalor's pocket. And I imagine I'm like kind of thrown over your shoulder, Simeon, at this point. I'm just taking as many pictures of the walls and runes as I possibly can as you are running away. And I'm just like zoom uh, and like (laughs) maybe even through the goggles a couple times. And I am just running, I guess, carrying you and just with my lower two arms shooting things with my rifle (laughs) and with my one free hand shooting things with my handgun. You're picking Um, off researchers as their tendrils are lashing out at you. There's researchers leaping off of the upper bounds of this structure down towards you. You see Barley just opening fire as they're coming down from above. We've got to get the fuck out of here. I do that. <laughs> we do that. I would like. To, I would like to roll to get the fuck out of here. Uh, we're into the third act. Let's say uh, the final kind of closing piece of our, our prelude. Uh, you're all making a mad, desperate dash out of the rooms, being chased by these mutated flesh beasts that were once your fellow researchers. They're swinging off of trees and catapulting themselves towards you to try to lessen the distance and Barley's turning around opening fire. Simeon is opening fire. Melora's taking photos as Rave is just hanging out in a breast pocket. Just so small. Actual gecko size. 
Do you have a gecko-sized camera? I want to hold it. I've got my tiny little gecko-sized camera. I'm taking eensy-weensy pictures. I got 20p my... photos. Eensy-weensy notepad. <laughs> I think that once we, like, can't see the ruins anymore, uh, I'm going to start, like, looking at my hands and, like, feeling my face. And I'm going to look down at Rave in my pocket, and I'm going to say... Is this gonna happen to us? What's ha- what happened to everybody else? You mean? Yeah. Uh, uh, I hope not. I don't think so. We didn't go through. I think I faint. Fully faint. No. Yeah, I think I do. <laughs> and and is gonna just climb onto her face and just. <laughs> As you kind of begin to faint and uh, Rave climbs up a little bit to try to slap you, we're in this kind of still frame (laughs) moment. We see fixed in time Simeon carrying Nalora and Rave, Rave slapping Nalora on the face. Barley kind of like turned back on firing uh, into the, the woods themselves, trying to take out the researchers, not making much headway. We see... In slow motion, this vine whip out faster than anyone can perceive as it latches on to Rave. Rave, you pop back to your large size as you're slowly drifting backwards. And Lalora, your eyes kind of open up a little bit in this moment. Rave, you have just a moment when you lock eyes with Nalora. What what's going on in your your head right now? Rave is uh I'm right. I'm just thinking. Uh, oh God! I've never. I haven't been away from her for so. I. Ha- what's gonna happen to her? She's got to s- keep doing the research. <laughs> You gotta send the answers! And uh, I think that's exactly uh, what she's gonna yell. You gotta find the answers! I think that for for Nalora, she'll, like, you'll see like her head lulls up as much as it can as like her vision is kind of going gray and like the eyes are locked or whatever and all she says is like, no, gray. And as everything collapses back into real time, Rave is whipped away at breakneck speeds through the woods faster than anyone can react to. A lot of these mutated beasts kind of stop in their tracks and turn their focus and rush off in the direction of where Rave was being dragged. You see, Barley, we have have no time to wait if, if... If we go back, we're dead. Or worse, we're one of them. We have to go. Yeah. And I feel like Simeon like, doesn't even break stride. He yeah. just kind of is like, yeah, like understands the reality of the situation. I am devastated. <laughs> you hear in the background, no more. Don't do this to me! 
you all break through the brush. It's it's a, a long run back out through the jungle. You kind of know your way, but it's still a lengthy journey. You break through the brush and you fall back onto the wooden walkway and scramble back to your feet, triggering the starship's loading doors uh, from afar as you all leap inside. Right, uh, I said it before, but I'll say it again. Fuck this. Fuck all of this. Fuck everything. Simeon, I'm... I'll take my split when we when we get sorted out and I'll be settling on Absalom once and for all off this fucking moss ball. I'm going to fire up the engines if you want to take the helm. Yeah, and I will just with one hand give him a thumbs up with the other two like in a place in the Laura in one of the jump seats and then just uh, kind of vault over and jump into the cockpit and very quickly start with all arms start flipping all the switches and stuff and like getting ready to get the fuck out of here as fast as possible yeah can I just say when you said that vine was coming I was like oh no this is it poor barley not barley no (laughs) (laughs) and then you turned around and murdered my heart you murdered it it's gotta be tragedy just a really tragedy it's like kill your darlings oh my god i'm misty-eyed right now like legit so sad so sorry you're not sorry you love this you sick fuck justin you sick fuck (laughs) that's what we get out of this prelude you sick fuck justin uh the the ship takes off from the continent of Euclid, breaking the atmosphere of Castroval, pushing out into the stars. I think the final moment in this scene is Simeon and Nalora kind of sitting in these piloting chairs. And you hear a come over the radio. Right. Um, you got to come to the loading bay, Simeon. Um, I just kind of stand up and like think about saying something to Delora and I'm like, where the fuck are you even going to go? <laughs> like, you know, um, I passed out. I'm fainted. Oh, are you just out? Like, out? Yeah. I didn't wreck. Okay. That's my bad. So yeah, I just stand up and, uh, give her a once over. Okay. She's still snoozing. Then I will come to the loading bay. Yeah. You walk through the, you open up the, the blast doors kind of leading into the loading bay and Barley's standing, uh, back to you. And you notice in his hand is his eye patch. He's got one hand on the loading bay doors as he's just kind of like leaning. I, um, there's no easy way to say this. I think I'm going to need you to put me out of my misery, Simeon. And he turns around and you see underneath his right, uh, where his right eye is, uh, has been missing is this yellow, bulbous, visceral eye that's darting in all directions as his left eye is still making direct contact with you. I saw what happened to those researchers, Simeon. I'm not I'm not going to let that happen to me, and I'm not going to let it attack anybody else. We've breached the atmosphere. And he punches the airlock as the opens behind him. Couldn't have asked for a better partner, Simeon. It's... Uh, too bad it had to end like this. Would have, I would have rather gone out fighting back on that planet, you know. Listen, if you find yourself in 
Absalon Station. You'll find find the Grams and uh, give them my cut, will you? I, uh, without even like saying a word to him, you know, we've spent a long, many years kind of working together. I just look to him, give him a nod, understanding. Um, must be like, they'll see all of it. Don't worry. The exterior door opens and Barley Graham is thrust out in the cold depths of space. Kind of a coy smile locked on his face. And a little bit of time passes. We're back in the piloting seats as Simeon and Nolora are now sitting awake. What do we think is going through their heads? I probably, when I woke up, I probably would have bolt upright. Rafe! Like, you know, and uh, probably just sat there silently weeping. When you, when you wake up, you would hours. literally just see, like, kind of sitting across from you in the jump seat is uh, Simeon, and he's just kind of sitting there, like, hunched over, and in one of his hands, he's clutching onto Barley's eye patch. Um, like, you know, you kind of immediately realize probably what's happened. Um, uh, she won't say anything, but she'll reach over and put a hand on one of your arms. And I imagine they probably just travel in silence for a while. Yeah, definitely. When you do that, he kind of puts one of his hands over your hand. Uh, devastating. I think the final scene we see is years later. A married Simeon and Nalora have been taking on large pirating bounties across the stars, find themselves in the diaspora on the trail of some upstart, dangerously hellish pirate captain by the name of Devastation Blade Vale. While you're, you're both in the cockpit, thrusters are on full blast as your ship finds itself outnumbered in an ambush. Your ship takes a few hits as you both look at each other in these final moments. An explosion. And you open your eyes some time later. Looks like you're in a hospital of sorts. Clean-ish. Clearly a ship. A large figure turns towards you a digital chart in their hands. The figure is has a dusky, pale purple skin, a white, neatly trimmed beard, odd-looking traditional tri-corner hat, and a glowing purple eye. Wide smile crosses his face. Well, I'm glad to see you're both up. Uh, welcome aboard the Vorpal Drifter. Uh, name's Elgard Morrow, uh, captain of this old vessel here. Lucky we were in the area, otherwise... You two would have been drifting out there in the vast. And I think that's where we're going to end our little prelude session. Friends, this was uh, a lot of fun. A, a little prelude session, a little backstory of our characters, uh, Simeon and Nalora. Uh, a little bit of 
history going on there and maybe setting the stage for some things coming up soon. And of course, RIP Rave and Barley. RIP Rave, RIP Barley. <laughs> oh, it's also Nalora's mission now to make Empire Crow regret ever being born. That tracks. Mm-hmm. That tracks. That yeah. totally tracks. A lot of, lot of things, a lot of wheels moving. As, as soon as you said, like, yeah, I'm just this job, and then I get to retire, I'm like, this guy's gonna fucking die. <laughs> so literally, I was like, let's just make him a whole-ass person. <laughs> He's got either 12 or 17 kits. We don't know. <laughs> Justin, I'm gonna find every character you love in this campaign, <laughs> and I'm going to make them hurt. <laughs> With plant life. <laughs> With plant life. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. That was that was great. Wow. Uh, I did. I did have this conversation with Katie. Uh, we talked about it a little bit. Yeah. Um, I was like, let's know. fuck him up, Justin. And Justin was like, let's Mission accomplished. I'm devastated. I just so you guys know, Nalora keeps a little picture that, like, a little. Grelfie that they took of themselves like she keeps one on her. It's little brave on, on her shoulder. Yeah. Yes. <gasps> Taking a selfie Absolutely. From the other a tiny little safari hat on her. Like, yeah. <laughs> safari hat, polo shirt, belt, no pants. All, all I can picture is the fucking tangled chameleon. Yeah. Oh, like, he- uh, uh, Pascal, Pascal is his name, but no, Justin found the absolute perfect picture of the gecko. The chonky so gecko. you were from Alabama. I mean, like, who is it? Me? A lot of people. Forrest Gump. Wait, no, he is. Oh, dang. <laughs> I guess it's everyone then. Thanks. Doxy got my back over here. That's like... because she's a rat person. <laughs> I'm more of a possum. Possums are... I feel those ways. I love, I, I love possums. Big, uh, Me too. Big love for possums with their little they're babies on their back. I think they're the cutest. When they're just like, fuck it, and then they just go, and then they just go limp. I like when <laughs> their mouths are wide open yeah, and they're, they're like, just like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> they're my favorite guys. I love them. <laughs> uh, we find oh, ourselves on Possum <laughs> Planet. <laughs> possum Planet. No. Uh, uh, let's see if I can fucking... It's just that, that one part of the Goofy movie 
You know, I was part. literally yes. thinking about it just now. I was like, yes. do I bring it up or no? You I want to let him. I want to let him don't keep worry. talking. But this also, rat bitch got you. Hell yeah! I don't care if I interrupt Justin. Oh, it's true, she doesn't. <laughs> really don't. Oh, fucking go. Uh, have you guys ever seen a baby possum before? I have. <laughs> <laughs> They're mad small. Anyway, they're so cute. <laughs> ah, how many arms they got? <laughs> well, they count penis. all their fingers as arms. Like. Also, all of them have like all of my too. arms in their like Just at their disposal. Them. So Just it depends so on how much you count that. Of, we have a minimum of two arms at all times. <laughs> N plus two is the number of arms. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Justin, did you want to do a podcast? We've been recording for 30 minutes. I'm 1.5 sentences in, so we're doing great. Hell yeah. (laughs)